Welcome everyone. Welcome to our Tuesday Freedom International live stream. They say words are powerful and images are powerful. Now, when you see an image or when you read a word, how do you know what it really means? And what you, what you see or what you read, does it really mean what it say or say what it means? You know, sometimes I get really like leery about those things because knowing about propaganda, sometimes you have to be cautious of what you read and what you see. Are those words helping you for your own benefits or are the words and images making you more ignorant about real truth? So today, I am really happy that I have one of my top, let's say top five resource person when it comes to critical issues, not just about health, not just about, let's say all about those um, gene modification therapies, but just about all other things that affects one's health and affects one's life for peace and happiness. And today I am most happy and honored to have Celeste Solum of celestialreport.com and also of shepherdsheart.life. And lately she's been doing her 17 um, webinar packet of pathos. She'll explain to you more about that. So welcome to Tuesday, Saturday live stream. She's been our regular. And as I said, she is so valuable for us and for most people. So she's no, no stranger to many. She has thousands of followers. She's busy. She's, she has some or her challenges, but here she is with us. Welcome and Celeste. Go ahead, please share more of what you have been doing and whatever you want to, you know, let the viewers know about you. Okay, so it's always a pleasure to be here with all of you. And um, some of you are new to me, but you'll get to know me. I get around. And just for those of you that do not know who I am, basically, I, um, I serve my country in the government military. Um, also in environmental medicine and pediatrics. And also now I have an organic farm in the Rocky Mountains at, with my little dog. It's a golden retriever, Miss Zippy. And so I have a vibrant community um, doing the current events, which keeps me more than a little bit busy. I uh, Grace and I met at a... Um, a master business class, and we've become great friends. And so it was, uh, she started her webinar adventures, I'm doing my webinar adventures, I just did. It's actually 18 modules, 40 hours of broadcasting plus written, which is going to go into a book um, called The Pathos of Our Great Delusion. It's on the state of you know what, here, hold on the state of, <laughs> uh, we have to live in this day of um, censorship. And so that can be challenging. We went through three platforms the very first week we aired our, our webinar because um, everything, and even the last day of the webinar was last Friday. 
And my producer was actually kicked out and was not allowed back in. So, I mean, it's just been crazy. It's a crazy landscape to bring everyone the news these days. But it calls for perseverance and um, dedication. And so I've learned that through the years. And, of course, my specialty was disasters. So, as a matter of fact, my colleagues uh, voted me the master of disaster of one of your favorite agencies. So, um <laughs> I am I am up for uh, challenges of all kinds and I meet head on. You know, it's like I'm not going to give them any slack. So um, it's really important what you said about words. So back in 2005, I well, I didn't actually become an official lobbyist until 2006. And it was small uh, farm agriculture. And there was some technology that I was very concerned about because it was applicable to humans. And it is what you're seeing unfold before your very eyes. And it's interesting, the different people that you meet and you all know this. You never know who you're going to meet and um, cross paths with. So I came in uh, contact with the dean of a law school and he happened to tell me at the beginning of 2006 that our vocabulary was going to change at a rate of every six months. And he would give me a heads up um, when it was going to change. And I knew he was a busy man. And I really didn't expect that um, he would really do it. But sure enough, in November, he did. And he said, you are going to see the time that our vocabulary changes every 48 hours. And so the government officials and military people are aware that the average person will go to the Webster's Dictionary or something like that to get their definitions. But when they are making policies, regulations and laws, uh, they use a whole different uh, lexicon and glossary that the people know nothing about. And so that's how they get us to go along with some of their agenda um, because we don't, are not even aware that this takes place. And so I've been educating people like last January, not this past one, but a year ago in 2020, I taught all the people in my community how to read. Uh, so the president would give daily briefings and I told them how to decode those those um, uh briefings and they were so excited then they were coming you know to me afterwards saying did you see this did you see that and it's like no I don't have time to keep my nose always in uh, in front of the media it's not it's not good you have to keep balance so um, that was the first time that I realized really that the days and times in which we were are living were going to have a play a big impact on what we were seeing and what we were hearing. Thank you, Celeste. Um, how about before we go, you go deeper into those spells? Uh, can you, and since you go deep dive in anything, would you like to please just give us a bird's eye view of what will might be happening in the near future? Because I think we have been saying already what happened before. So maybe a little bit of what's in the near future. So are we um, under the censorship or do we have to be careful or not? 
I guess we just have to use coded words. Just okay, we have to be careful. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's we, fine. We use the same tactics. How is that? Uh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. So, in the days to come, on starting on May first, you're going to see some very serious things start happening. I went to 25 to 30 of the models that I used to go to, and now we've got to remember a lot of people were very disheartened because um, a, la a year ago they only used one model and they said millions of deaths everywhere and everybody saw that for not being true but they they only looked at one model and i did look at 25 to 30 different models and i just went through those last week uh, for people and they can go to celestialreport.com and view those if you want the whole series was $2.99 for the whole series. And I wanted it was the information was so critical. I just wanted to get it out. Um, and if you make it free, then people don't value it. And so if you have to put a little bit in, but I didn't want any cost barriers. So that's one of the things that we are going to see in the days to come. There's going to be a lot of deaths and a lot of disability. Um, this particle was designed as a neural weapon, and it is that's just what it was designed to do. I have lots of people that I follow, and I'm up on it from Dr. James Gorodano to Homeland Security to what is FEMA, what is DARPA doing, you know. So I've got my sources that keep me posted and keep me on my toes. Oh, okay. Well, and may I just make it clear, Celeste, I think what you mean is $2.99, correct? Yeah, because when, when Celeste says $2.99, it sounds like $299. So no. look, she made it inexpensive, and you could really, it's a lot of detailed information, and that's how I got to really think of what made I wanted Celeste to focus on today. One of the things is that's about the spell, because in that one of her webinars, you did mention about the Valkyrie. So can you please explain that? And that would be my question before I pass it on to Hartmut. Okay, so uh, the first time I actually heard about Valkyrie in a modern context, um, of course, we all are aware of the World War II plot uh, for the assassination of Hitler. Um, so it was Operation Valkyrie. But the next time that I saw it was actually when I was doing some boots on the ground coverage of the Australian wildfires. And the United States had deployed a autonomous uh, jet that had um, supernatural qualities to it. And it had several programs on, on board. And it was very concerning because, and I'm gonna be showing this to you, it actually was casting spells upon the people and the land of Australia all the while when they had those terrible wildfires. And that was our doing, although it was a joint project between Australia and the United States, um, if, that, if that makes any difference. So I'll give you um, this 
is a recent headline. And let's see, when uh, Monday, April 5th. So that was just yesterday. <clears throat> and this is what the Valkyrie looks like. And this is Valkyrie is very much um, a prototype of what the the particle is uh, because it's you can't see it, but it's got all sorts of magical stuff that we're going to talk about in a minute. And but it has a payload, and it the, in this instance with this particular autonomous jet, it's deploying uh, drones. So you've got your payload, you've got your Valkyrie. So we'll get out of this and, oh no. Okay, I'm gonna go to, hold on, let me go to Wikipedia. Everybody wants me to turn off my, my um, protection and I won't do it and they don't like that. So Volcre actually is very, it's very interesting that they choose this name and there's, I'm, it is not coincidence when they use these. Uh, it's a old, from the old Norse, the chooser of the slain. And it was a female goddess um, who chose who may die in battle and who may live. That's very um, applicable to our uh, time. Can and you course, please spell it, Celeste, so, so for those who are not familiar? <clears throat> it's V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-E. Are you seeing my screen? Oh, no, no, I don't okay. see that. They spell that all in capital letters, correct? Hold on, I've got to get find you again. Where are? Where did you go? So you see me, but uh, okay. Let me share the screen. Mm -hmm. So you didn't get to see the thing. So hold on, I'll go back so that you can. Now it's not doing it again. That's okay, Celeste. While you continue to look for it, I think I remember they are all spelled in capital letters, correct? Um, not necessarily, hold on, entire screen. Okay, there you go. Okay. Yes. Now let me see if I can go B-A-L-Y-K-R-I-E. Oh, hold on. Oh, Yahoo. Of course, I'm on a totally different computer right now come on okay so this is from just 19 hours ago this is the what i was just talking about this is the autonomous jet this is its payload very much like the um, particle in design same materials and properties Okay, so now let's go to Valkyrie. So this is from Wikipedia. And we just talked about that uh, this goddess is, was the chooser of the slain, who may die in battle and who may live. And then they there, there's that af, afterlife ruled over the god Odin and 
basically. If you are interested in the roots of Valkyrie, you can come to Wikipedia. There's other sites, too, that you can look at. So what was, let's see, that? that's not the one that I wanted yet. That the problem is, is I cannot, uh, I can't arrange my tabs in the right way. They just do whatever they want. So on board uh, was something called geomancer, and what are geomancy, and what is that? That is divination by means of lines and figures or uh, geographic uh, features. I just want to give you that and get back here. I don't want to. And through Geomancer, um, they used something called Spellbook. And this is Spellbook. And so they were actually doing witchcraft over the people and over the land. I believe that they are now doing it in all countries. And that's the reason that people are very angry. They have a zombie-like appearance. Um, anyway, you can you can go to this. I You can also go to uh, Shepherd's Heart. Life. And hopefully, no, it's, yeah, because I... I do have a broken arm, so my typing leaves something to be desired. Blog posts. Oh, dear. I may not even... It may not let me in. Uh I need to get all my computers lined up. Shepherd's heart. For for someone with a broken arm, you're doing excellent. You never even stopped doing your webinar. I think it's only for one day that you did. <laughs> yeah, it was only one day that I did stop the webinar when I went to the surgeon. Thank you the good lord i didn't have to have surgery uh so news and let's see is, do i have to look at this stupid thing can't i just search what i want i don't like this how about this one okay g-o-m-a-n-c-e Hopefully. Well, since, since I see the, the food picture there, maybe in your geomancy, uh, you can connect that also to the food production. Well, it's all, we'll talk about the food production in a minute. Um, oh, they, okay. So this is my article on the geomancy. And you can, this is when I first discovered this jet. Uh, that was made of graphene. Um, 
these are some of the capabilities this aircraft has, and it could be under over your country. It has firepower. Like, what is what does a plane need that's fighting a brush fire? <laughs> need with firepower, <clears throat> thwarting enemy attacks. Um, was it the fire or a Chinese takeover? Autonomous control algorithms, which is AI quiet electromagnetic environment. So it makes its own electromagnetic environment, data fusion center, object detection systems, collision avoidance behavior. What do they think they're gonna collide with a smoke particle? Uh, collect intelligence on what people are doing and how they're doing it. Of course, they've got all those fancy LIDAR and things that they can see what people are doing anywhere that they are. They have jamming equipment on this. Um, so what were they jamming? Um, trigger miniature air launch decoys. Now we just saw the the one, the Valkyrie. Now it's not decoys. Now they're actually deploying or their payload of drones. They can drop bombs. And uh, like, okay, they're fighting a wildfire or doing surveillance. Why would they need bomb dropping capability? They can shoot down other planes. Are they going to shoot down bombers that are carrying the water? I don't know. And there's the payloads hidden in their belly, which is the modern uh, Trojan horse. And now we see that at least now over the United States that it's like... Uh, uh, drones. <clears throat> so this is actually a picture from the Geomancer program, and it has a witch hat and everything. Mm. And if you want to see how it works, this is how it works as it's casting spells. Mm. Of course, you know, the different people, the AI or the people that are operating the system would be able to program and of course it uses a python uh language and if you're familiar with python it's a computer language i'm not too thrilled with the python language and then here's a picture of uh they had a collection of spells that they subsequently uh cast and merged into various uh data frames And so I'll just kind of go through the, so that's what was on my website. And then this, it, we just saw what spell books, see they've taken down the witch's hat and everything. I think too many people, maybe let's see what, if we just went to Geomancer, would it? Up oh, there, there's the witch's app. So they, it's fully autonomous engineering for geospatial data. Um, so is there witchcraft uh, technology and witchcraft? Are you a techie witch? This person, I hate it, <laughs> all these pop-ups. Uh, this one is actually solicitating uh, for witches. Um, come join our our coven, and they want it, and they want tech, techno witches. And so here's 
another one. I'm not sure the witchcraft and universal laws. So there's like 10 different or 12 different laws. Sorry. Um, the law of oneness, the law of vibration, the law, law of correspondence, the law of attraction, the law of inspired action, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. That's really important these days. The law of cause and effect, the law of compensation, the law of relativity, the law of polarity, the law of rhythm, and the law of gen gender. Now, these can be good things, but the way that they are using it are evil. And let's see, then we can talk a little bit about that if you want before I go to the positive side. Now I got to find you guys again. Okay, where are you? Not that one. That one can go out. Let me stop sharing screen. There you are. So. <laughs> Thank you. I'll pass it on to Hartman. Thank you so much. Well, Celeste, um, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here again. And uh, I had so many questions, and um, but now with this topic, it's uh, a complete, um, yeah, it's complete another topic, which I have in my brain already. And the interesting thing is, we had here uh, on this podcast uh, a German, um, let's say. A German guest, and she is uh, Gabriele Kathleen uh, Kowalski, and she uh, talked about, or she has, um, she has a community, and we talked, and we tell her if we have jaw pains or if we have um, eye pains or anything like that, because then we know in which region they send the frequencies already. And uh, interesting is also that by the AI, what it's our impression. Uh, personal impression is, uh, for example, if we make phone calls, if we if we make things what they don't want to have, in that moment on another day we get our personal doses. This is uh, is this what you are talking about? I guess that is right. Yeah, and but it can be used for good or for evil, and with the witches and stuff, it's a negative uh, negative energy. But you can also, and I won't tell you why or how, but there's remote healing, you know, and prayer. Just think, if you pray for somebody, you can pray for their health, uh, somebody around the world. And you don't have to be sitting right next to them. You don't even have to be holding their hand. But your prayer effectuates healing in their body. Yes. Yes. And... um uh, what I found also um, in uh, my area, for example, or between my colleagues, in the, during the night they start to sweat a lot, very. And this is an, and we say between us, this is an attack, because uh, we we don't know how this comes because we have winter time, and the and the heatings are out, are small, and then uh, we are completely hit. This must be frequency. Yeah, this is. Uh, very interesting. Um, but I wanted to talk also concerning the particle. Um, because um, one thing, on the one hand, we have to test. And the interesting thing is so many people are tested. In Germany, all children will be tested twice a week uh, by, uh, by law. And uh, now everyone who wants to buy something has to be tested. 
and um, everyone who works as employer. And they want to change the uh, the working law in Germany so that everyone who has contact with the client, also it doesn't matter whether he's an employee or whether he's an employer, has to be tested twice a week. And uh, can you explain why it's so dangerous to get tested? Because now they don't go in the nose anymore. They only put it on the um, on the on the side, in the mouth. But as I said many times, an mRNA vaccination is um, by mucus mucus membrane. I, I hope I remember with the word right. And can you tell me a little bit more? And about and the other the second question is concerning the the particle itself. Let's say the remedy about the remedy because. Um, in uh, uh, there is a scientist in Geneva, in, in Switzerland, Dr. Astrid Stuckelberger, who made today an uh, interview at Truth Hunters, and uh, she said that uh, the real pandemic will come by the people who got the remedy. Because um, in Israel, someone got the remedy, the lady was pregnant, she had not remedy, and then within a week, she died by personal contact. Yeah. So this. Yeah. Uh, so in Israel, uh, so each one of the so the particle not okay. So uh, particle one hundred one is that the particle is got a container, and this container is can uh, be made up of like seven different animals, seven different genetic materials. HIV, rabies, uh, vesticular stomatitis, um, pox, smallpox, um, in and they are beta testing different one, uh, different areas. So uh, the the one in Israel is is very virulent. Um, it actually is using a rabies container, and. Unfortunately, I, you know, there's a person in my community that she is living with her her family and they got the vaccine and I didn't have the heart to tell her I had not told her I had done my research. I knew it. But at the time, because she was so upset, she goes, they attacked me like vicious dogs. And um, and I knew the way she was describing it. She was shaking. Um, that it was the because they had used the rabies uh, container um, to for that particular area. In that case, it was the the um, oops, wrong way. <laughs> um, but uh, you can the particle itself is also made up of these seven different genetic animals, seven different genetic. Um, by viruses or genetic material. So what was your first question? Uh, the, the, wait a minute, the particle itself, mm -hmm. not, not the remedy, the particle. Right. The particle itself is made up of seven different animals, seven, seven different um, yeah. viral yeah. Ge genetic material from yeah. seven viruses and seven different things we really don't even know what they are, plus the robotics. So that, and it's hollow, got a hollow belly for deploying that payload. And so that's what the particle is. So if someone 
you said that also con including the robots. So if someone got this uh, this flu, then he has also a robot inside. Because yes. the particle. Yes, Thir thirty-three different in this nanoparticle construct uh, are thirty-three different types of robotics. But uh, particle, we mean we mean the small particle which goes by by sniffing. Nano, nano, nanoparticles. Nano, yeah, but we mean uh, we need, uh, for example, we talk about the particles which can be given by by a coat, uh, by a by a coat like a, uh, by a cough. Sorry, by a cough. And we talk about the remedy, and we talk, and the PCR test has also the the particle. Yeah, what well, what's about the PCR test? Because so, so the, da the danger with your tests, whatever way they are coming out with some new tests. Like now, there's an aerosol test in addition to the spit test, but you have to be concerned about this DNA harvesting. And when I first mentioned it, I mean, I found it in our federal register in the United States, which is the book where they, if they're going to do a regulation or a law, they have to put it in the federal register. And I found it there. And I took, I tell you what, the media took me to task. They said, no, it's not. Do you know that when I was, I was in my last, preparing for my last week of the webinar, I went to the register and there were like 2,300 different bills, uh, uh, regulations and bills having to do with this DNA harvesting. They want your blood and they want to be able to experiment with it. Once you give that blood, you lose uh, your chain of custody. You are no longer a factor in that. It's like you were the donor, but you have nothing more. If this was a crime scene, um, that chain of custody, once you gave the blood, you you the nurse would put her name, the doctor would put his name, everybody, there would be a dossier on what happened, what did they do with this blood, and there is, but not for you, but you're snipped out of that chain of custody, and they can do anything with it, um, and they are experimenting with these, with, to do designer uh, medications, designer weapons all sorts of things so let your imagination run wild with I that see. I see. so but that's the danger they can also if it is inside your body whether it's blood or the nasal swab can insert partic the particle into you so you did not have the particle but then afterwards you got the particle oh imagine that um in the reason I did this webinar is the first week in January, I got um, a, a 88 page uh, document from Homeland Security. And in there, um, it, I lost my train of thought. Oh. Okay. Um, so it was something about the, the testing. Oh, that you only, they said, this is in their words. They said only a handful of people acquire this particle from the environment. So yeah, maybe like 3% of the people get it from the environment. 97% of it get from person to person spread. 
So that's the way it obviously was designed to be highly contagious. And what I saw from the organization that named COVID, they said that the first wave would cause disability, that it would impact your cognition, your your emotions, and start to um, start to work away at your body. And then later on, there would be new and other pathogens that would um, kind of do you in. So, and now we're looking at Ebola, um, avian flu. I just did a, a watched a webinar put on by Homeland Security that they're talking about a weaponized anthrax release. So we're looking at all these things. But what, what someone asked me yesterday, okay, why is Ebola coming onto the scene right now? The reason Ebola is coming onto the scene is because there is, are a lot of people who are resistant to the vaccine. And they're not scared of the particles. Some people think it's a hoax. Some people think it's whatever. And, but then uh, just think, almost everybody is terrified of Ebola. And that will, that, that Ebola vaccine has the same scaffolding that is in the Moderna and Pfizer that is going to be at the UN's own words. By the end of the year, all commercial food will have that platform in it. And what does this platform and scaffolding do? Well, there's 18 different ones. Um, like I said, they're beta testing what, all of this, um, but it can, it turns your body into a bioreactor. And what does that mean? It means that you're constantly making vaccines and drugs, and depending on what signal it is being told to 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 vaccinate. So we could easily end up if the UN says you need 1,500 vaccines, they're just going to and you're going to get, and you're not going to survive. I mean, you just can't. I mean, you can get a single vaccine, and if it's careful with the adjuvants, you can be fine. But when they start mixing two and three together, and then their little adjuvants to keep it stable and all this kind of stuff, that's when they start running into the big problems. So I hope that helps a little bit. Yes, it helps. Um it helps. Um, before I give to Carl, I have one question because of the the, the uh, future. Because in Germany, uh, we see more and more in, um, news concerning the um, destruction of the supply chain. Mm -hmm. For example, especially the paper for the for the packages is uh, the price has increased of fifty or, or more percent, and the uh, and the and the delivery time for the paper has has doubled so the, so the supply chain is uh, in very in, in a danger and um and also concerning the food i would like would uh, i ask you to to repeat again what's about the food if the people buy the food uh, in the future what's going on this is for me very important because this will this will come next so the people take every kind of cool food because there is no food anymore and then they take what they can get right and that's so dangerous right now because on the third in the third week of january the world economic forum said by the end of the year all food will have um will be edited 
which means the same platform as the Moderna and Pfizer in all food. So it doesn't matter if it's a, a, an apple, a piece of broccoli, fast food, all food, if you get it at a commercial store um, and not from the farmer itself will have, and many farmers actually will have a synthetic biology and edited food. And they said that, how, how will you know if it's edited? Um, it's not gonna say edited on the label, but it will say sustainable. And you might also see a secondary label that says nothing from nature. And those will be your clues that this is something that is putting a drug and vaccine delivery scaffolding, a super highway, if you will, into your body. Wow. Thank you. That was this was tough, tough, tough subject. Thank you so much. And um, I give it to Carl. Thank you. Thanks, Hartman. Hi, Celeste. Uh, I get to ask you a question um, or a few questions. Um, when when I listen to what you talk about, it seems that everything, it's so insidious. It doesn't, before it used to be attacking the body or attacking the city, and then it was attacking the body. Now it's not only, it's it's attacking not the cell, but what's in the cell. It's getting down to sizes of quantum physics quantum particle you're dealing with the energy level they're getting right up as i like to think of it is this is the enemy's way uh to ransack the gates of heaven is through our biology so i'm kind of looking at it from a um a spiritual historical point of view um because i see that the number 666 come up a few times it's on barcodes. I've known that for 20 or 30 years. Um, and I'm going, there's the number 666 in a barcode. on, And it's a UPC code, which means it's for buying or selling. So you have the number 666 code. You can neither buy nor sell without the mark of the beast. And I'm going, is somebody having a laugh here? You know, they know that this is in scripture, in the Bible. Why are they putting it out? Is it to sort of uh, is it is it to lull people into uh, a promise of something in 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 the sense that um <clears throat> this is tricky now because i'm talking about religious uh, spiritual stuff is 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 it a way for people who believe in jesus and these are signs that the the messiah is returning and when they see the number 666 and the UPS code and something, do they say, oh, great, the Lord's coming back. We should just, you know, not go out in the streets and protest. We, 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 because there's some people who actually want more destruction to bring the Messiah to come earlier. So my question is, has this happened before? Does this, is, it seems like there's a, there's a harvesting of humanity. And my sense is that this is periodical, that this may be ongoing and we suffer from a, a collective amnesia. And every, you know, 20,000 years, whatever it is, we come to a point and everything's inverted. And, and <clears throat> this is what we're experiencing right now. And it's, it's the test, it's the test of good and evil again. Um, so has this, do you see this as something that happens throughout our history? Are, are we, uh, 
is the predator are we um, preyed upon so i do believe in the cycles of time and we have entered the sixth extinction level event that this planet has experienced the difference with this one is that there's like million year cycles 100,000 year cycles, 25,000, I'm rounding it off, um, 6,000 year cycles, 400 year, 2,000 year, 600 year, uh, 11 year solar cycles, um, and the biblical narrative, they all converge, all of these cycles between 2020 and 2050. Um, almost all religions and cultures today believe that this is the final iteration that yes in the past five extinction level events where up to 90 percent of the life was destroyed um this time will be different um and most everybody agrees on that uh, they may disagree on like what you're what what comes next um but they do agree that this is like the last iteration of these cycles. And will there be a new heaven and earth? The, the Bible talks about a new heaven and an earth. Um, so. Yeah. I, I was. One other thing I want to inject is so the decision to genetically modify, and that's what we're looking at right now is genetic modification of all biological life happened at Asilomar 1 in 1975. The only media that covered it was Rolling Stone magazine. And if you go back to that time, it says on their front cover, it was a black cover with red letters, you idiots. Um, because it wasn't only humanity. They wanted to change all biological life. And why would they do that? Because once they change it from the original, then they can patent it. They can patent you, you they can patent you, they can patent your activity. And it's a it's a money <clears throat> harvesting. They're greedy. Um, and so you're gonna pay to live, to die for everything. So and that's kind of what we're seeing. It's it's a completely different outset our, our outlook in that um, what I try to understand what is the motivation to control every single thing to modify it so you can own it. What is it? Is it is it to control and and to control? If you feel you have to control, that comes with fear. And 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 I think the God-given creation is that we trust. And so we continually cast our bread upon the waters and see what comes back. We have this dialogue. But this seems to me that this the attitude is we can't let any dialogue occur. It must be controlled because if it's not controlled, I will reap karma or something to that effect. Um, so it's just trying to understand because from an early age, I felt there was two sorts of people those that kind of well you could put them in people that like nature sort of like nature and then there was people who actually hated it and seemed to go out of their way um to go after the so, weak etc etc so yeah please comment so for me i didn't ever understand for a long time um why they were doing 
the control seems so overwhelming and uh, the greed, I mean, greed only gets you so far. But then what I discovered was with CERN um, that they were sending strangelets to the core of our planet. It takes eight minutes to get there. Uh, strangelets are very interesting pieces of matter. They actually attract matter and take it to the center of the Earth. Well, we're in a high cosmic ray time right now. Um, the, the people that are actually running all of this that we're seeing right now really want to turn this planet into a neutron star. So the combination of CERN sending strangelets to, to the, planet, the core of the Earth and the cosmic rays that do have the strangelets, um, are, the Earth core can only take so much and then it will explode out. They actually want to destroy the planet. Um, and they believe that they will have been uploaded to a synthetic entity, living off planet, whatever they're going to do, um, that they're not going to have to be around for the fireworks. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the other thing is I hear um, uh, these, these guys believing that with technology is going to save them, they can be uploaded into a robot or something. And I'm going, Jesus, is that all you think about what our humanity is? You, you you don't even understand what we are as humans, that you think that we think can be they, uploaded. Yeah, they, they don't know it. They have no spiritual awareness of anything. No. And and you, you can see that. But the idea to go into a robot and to think that you could, you know, take on all the nuances that within our own biochemistry, even that, it's just phenomenal. The miracles that were in us and the audacity to to... You know, so I, I just found that uh, it's, you know, you try to get into the mind of why this is happening because it's so strange for people. And the reason why I say this is when you try to communicate to people, some people get it and those people who don't get it. And it's like, why do you not get it? You're logical people. And so it's like, I see these two veins and it's almost like um, a mind virus. Well, there's or, or, actually- Or is that just fear? Yeah. There's a blindness, uh, there's a normalcy bias, but there's also the spirit of pharmacia. And most people in this world are addicted to their drugs or their doctors. They're just addicted. You try and tell them to live a natural life like I do, and they can't do it. I mean, for years, I would do treatment plans <clears throat> for patients for natural things that could heal them without side effects not one person followed through, not one person. And now I don't do it anymore. Cause I, in the early days, I would spend two weeks on a treatment plan and I just, you know, I can't do that. Life is precious. And it's, if they're not going to take responsibility and ownership of the temple of the living God, you know, yeah. there's nothing yeah, I, that I can do. Yeah, I heard it once said, you know, with your patients is don't do any more work than your patient would. And I had to think about that because if you're putting in more energy, then you're starting to tell them what to do. You're overriding. So, and this is kind of a law of the universe. It's one of consent, uh, which goes back to what's happening right now. They, the evil can't do anything to us without our consent. Um, Actually, we give it voluntarily. I've done... Um 
how our consent and this whole situation is unfolding in light of the Ten Commandments and also the Levitical system. So you could check that out at celestialreport.com. I show where actually by our volunteering our blood and volunteering testing and volunteering other things uh, that we are actually consenting. Um, so, and actually in the definitions of the federal government in the United States, it said the cornerstone, and of course, for a, a person of faith, the cornerstone is Jesus Christ, if they're a Christian, um, is voluntary. So yep. I don't think that we will see a mandatory vaccine. <laughs> I, I, I um, didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. But... Um, <laughs> I, I don't think we'll see it. I, I think because they want that worship, they want us to voluntarily come to them and offer our, ourselves. And so I think it'll be, of course, they're going to make your life miserable if you don't. I mean, you're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to have a job. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't drive down. I actually even had an experience here where um, my UPS driver started to say he didn't want to deliver packages to my house. And I live three hours out in the middle of nowhere. And so I called corporate headquarters and they said uh, that they told all their employees if they didn't feel safe, they did not have to deliver packages to my to anybody's house. So you pay for the packages, but they they don't have to if they don't feel safe. And now these days. They just dump the packages on your yeah. doorstep. So, like, what is this all about? Remember the postal service: hail, rain, sleet, or snow. They deliver. Uh, now it's eh, if I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you, Celeste. Um, I, I I know Hartman wanted to make a comment there, but I think Mary's coming. Mary, I'll hand it over to Mary. Thanks, Celeste. Yeah. Thanks, Celeste. And maybe just going back to some of the basics on the, the particle, is that something in all the testing um, as well as in the, you know, in what we're putting in the arm and and also the whole, I think we can say COVID. Um, someone said that word earlier. <laughs> anyway, is, is that something that's just the flu and the pneumonia and, and there is no actual new disease or illness or is that also some, or is that, a particle no, it actually did come from the Wuhan lab and there's actually several teams over in um, China right now investigating the lab investigating um, secondary hosts um, like a, an animal for zoonosis so uh, but it, it really does come down to the lab I mean there is no creation on earth that has is made up of like seven different animals, like seven different genetic materials from the most virulent pathogens on earth plus robotics. I mean, come on now. That doesn't, I love it in this, in the documents or that DHS goes, it just spontaneously went immortal. Um, so this thing is immortal. Uh, they have some sort of thing, and I've got to follow that uh, pathway down. But they, especially with aborted babies 
and the new ethically derived, which is basically um, gorilla or chimpanzee cells, they actually make them immortal and and these cells don't die. And in scripture, it actually talks about people that wish they would die and they can't. Is that because they've taken this technology into their bodies and they can't die? Um, I don't know the answer to that, but it's interesting that it talks about that in the Bible. And is the, the particle from Wuhan that originated then the same thing that's being put in the test and in the, the remedy? So we don't know. Um, I believe that. Uh, so what went from Wuhan is people have a misunderstanding about the particle. Um, I think it would be take too much of our time for me. If you go to nextstrain.org and there's a chart there, I think it's under N backslash N COVID um, and you can play with the map. It's very interactive and you can see that it was a different particle in China, a different particle in the United States. And then the United States one did not start in Washington state. The way they said it started at the department of Homeland's security uh, bioweapon facility in Manhattan, Kansas. And then, which was different than Europe, which was different than Iran, which was different than Africa, which was different um, than Australia. Um, every place had different particles. You see they're, what they're doing, the elite are kicking the tires on everything to see what works and what doesn't. Um, Australia had the biggest diversity in the particle um, than anybody else. And I thought that was interesting given the natural habitat, you know, strange creatures like kangaroos and wallabies are down there. Um, so I found it interesting that that even manifested as far as the particle. Um, but so each one's different. Now what's in the testing? I think that that's where we're, so it can be confusing because there is the particle we live in a time of high cosmic rays which for small organisms can mutate every 48 hours that and even ourselves we have to take precautions or we can mutate but the the robotic part can't mutate so yes the biological it's a it's a fusion of biological life and robotics and if you look up that term you'll see that we've come quite a long ways in the fusion of biological um, matter and robotics um, so that's and how about with the the whole mask i mean i haven't been really wearing one because you know to my knowledge it's not going to you know, do anything. And I, ha you know, I haven't really been necessarily thinking that the whole, you know, CV-19 is something even to be, um, you know, alarmed about or who knows the authenticity behind it. So if that is a, in an actual particle that is causing those symptoms, what, I mean, does, um, I see you shaking your head like, no, a mask's not going to do, you know, do anything, right? Or, or how would we then protect ourselves from it? Well, it's too small. So I did a, a chapter or a module on disinfection. And so there are some new air filters coming out on the market, but and some wipes that are provocative, hydrogen peroxide. Um, 
I did go through all the different things of their suggestions. Um, about the only way to keep yourself pure is to refrain, set yourself apart from the rest of humanity or a hazmat suit. Uh, it is ex extremely dangerous to acquire this particle. Um, I My 17th module, I went into the long-term effects and it and it talked about the brainstem where the this particle lodges in your brainstem and what effects it has and basically you can have everything from like a heart attack to a stroke a, a healthy person blood clots um, trouble breathing nausea vomiting uh, cognitive issues where you can't think straight a lot of brain fog, that type of thing. So it's it, it is very real, and and I would advise anybody listening take it seriously. You do not want to get this. I know a healthy man that's about a um, hour and a half north of me um, was in the health industry. Um, had good faith-based, you know, everything was positive in his life. And he he acquired the particle, ended up having a heart attack, got a stroke. And um, it, the, the blood clot was so big, they did not even have a stint large enough. They had to section it to get it out of him. And now he's almost totally disabled in six months. I mean, it's just like, and some people are just dropping dead, so. Steve, can I pass it over to you? Oh, hey. Hi, Celeste. Thanks for Hi. being here. Uh, well, so a couple of questions intertwined into one. Is there any avoiding? Are you saying that this thing is airborne and that people who get the injection are also going to be shedding this? Yes. And, so and, uh, the Homeland Security said that um, that you let's how do I? OK, so you can shed the first 48 hours or so after you acquire the particle until it cleaves uh, due to the quantum dot or the hydrogel until it starts cleaving to your tissue. Once that happens, it's not going to be shedding uh, for a while. And the, but then when you get the, um, then <laughs> that, then you will, you become a bioreactor and you're constantly making it. And in the end, what Homeland said is that you will shed, that person will shed the rest of their life. The rest so of then their life. Are, are we all carriers by virtue of just breathing? No. Okay. So to put they, some meat on the... What's that? So they said only 3% of people get it from the environment. 97, approximately 97% get it from human to human contact. Okay. And you have said before, once you have this technology, there is no detoxing it? no detoxing you so, can't like people write me and they say what about the borax and i and i say okay 
I have borax because I made my own laundry soap. I said, I'll take two hands of borax. I'm going to throw it at my computer. Do you think it's going to do anything to my computer? No. I mean, it might gum up the keyboard a little bit, but it's mm -hmm. not going to destroy the keyboard. What I found out that they were using that language that I was talking about and what they talk about is activating or in or deactivating the particle. So you don't get rid of it. It's a much it's a lot like to understand. OK, so we all most of us had chicken pox when we were young and then what it does, we never get rid of it. It goes into our tissue and then when we're stressed out, it can manifest as shingles. So this uses the same type of a model. We get it. And let's say it's a beautiful, sunny summer, nice, you know, out. we're getting lots of vitamin D, we're out in the sun, it inactivates it. But then when winter comes, it pops back to life because it's cold and it's wet and blah, blah, blah. So. Okay. Okay. So to put some meat on the bone for the, the World Economic Forum agenda, let's just hypothesize what it's going to look like. So people get the injection and the idea the goal is people start the actual injection causes symptoms that are unstoppable that actually become fatal and it the the, the you know the cause looks like it's you know cv19 they're going to blame it on cv19 but it won't be but it's probably going to be a mix and match like i said they're not going to leave this pathogen be the only player there's going to be other players. And so it's going to be really hard to, okay, did you die from mm -hmm. what, you know? But so, but is the, is the goal really to decrease by, you know, not tens of millions, hundreds of millions? Yeah. To the point, biblical numbers and also Georgia Guidestones, that type of Deagle report. Wow. So then if you, haven't had any test that you haven't had the injection what are you what are your biggest vulnerabilities i think people shedding uh if you're going out if you're having people in your home i would really keep your home as pristine as you can um if you're going to go out go out but that way you're not bringing it into the home environment um I think people to people contact and we have to, I mean, we're as human humans, we are at breaking point. They kept us locked up for way too long and people are losing their minds. And so we have to. And so then you have to say, okay, what do I need uh, physically to live? But you can be creative. If you know that this is exists, like you can go in DHS found that, you can go into a store or whatever for 20 minutes. You will not acquire enough of the particle to do any harm. It's not like one particle is going to kill you. Um, it, there's, there, are, there are particle fragments and there are plaque forming units. And um, it's really the plaque forming units that are going to do you the harm. So if you like have picnics outside, you know, do this type of thing, be creative with how you deal with people. Um, 
it's really heartbreaking. But last week I found out that a, a mother can confer the particle to a baby that she's gestating. It also goes through the breast milk. And um, I have not had time to check, but that leads me to believe that. And I've had a ton of questions on it that you can transmit the particle by sexual contact with the bodily fluids. So um, yeah, you just going to have to be careful. Yeah, Dr. Pavlovsky said the same thing. So, wow. Well, I mean, it's just I'm sure people watching are sort of like, what the hell? So is there, in terms of spirituality, is the light supposed to win this battle or it's uncertain? So I've got some really interesting things on that. Can we go down, Grace? Can I go down rabbit trail? Sure. And then who's ever next that you take over? Okay. So give me, uh, indulge me for maybe seven minutes or less. So, uh, of course, I speak the primary <clears throat> languages. And so I love the Hebrew. So hollow, the word sickness in Hebrew means that you have a hollow or an empty space. It can also mean secular or uh, profane. And it can, the letters in the Hebrew uh, mean something and like the hay represents materialism and um you can also see an allusion to spirituality but not really the sp true spirituality so how do you annul sickness uh to be sick is used five times in the torah and you annul sickness with the force of joy with joy um, and basically, joy in Hebrew has the same words that mean happy. And in Proverbs, it says, a happy heart is good for healing. And <clears throat> some other words that are associated with uh, sickness are uh, meaning blocked or obstruction, like you have either a spiritual or a physical blockage or obstruction. I think that's especially critical with these platforming units that we're talking about. It also means buried or hidden, a spiritual contamination or impurity. And it can also mean to collapse. And but when you sing a song, it it this illness will fall away from you. And it could be like a melody or whatever. Um, actually, the Hebrew word to heal, the English word is harp. Um, he was healed through the harp. And you know, King David, we're all familiar with him. You can make music. So let's say you're not a singer. I'm not a singer. I mean, I make music in my heart and I'm happy, but I'm not much of a singer. Uh, so, but you could do it on an instrument or you could hum. Um, and so basically you want uh, purity, clarity, and cleanliness, which is what we're talking about right now with what we're facing. We want spiritual and physical 
purity, clarity, and cleanliness. And then another word that is associated with um, being sick is being weak or weakness. And once again, um, you can, you can, um, with singing and music, you can overcome it. Um, I just want to read this. So thus the process of disease, spiritual lack of light brings sickness, producing a physical blockage. Physical blockage causes spiritual blockage, which prevents a person from receiving his full allotment of godly light. To break this debilitating cycle, the doctor or a person praying must feel the entrapped spiritual powers represented by the letter of the Allah for the first uh, word or letter of the alphabet. And it's interesting that light comes into the mouth. And that was really back in the ancient times. That's why the Egyptians were so fascinated with the mouth um, in their burial rituals and stuff. Um, and that's also where we sing. But it says the opening of your mouth illuminates. So we have the power to, with our words, to bring healing and life and joy to people. Or we can use our words and our breath and our light as a dark light to bring destruction and destroy and hate. Um, I'm sure all of you are familiar with Dr. Emoto's wonderful work where he took water and he spoke kindness and love to some water and it made these beautiful intricate designs that that look like snowflakes and then this other water he said hateful thoughts and evil thoughts and it like melted away and it had a hollowness which we just talked about um so it really even with things that we perceive as inanimate they can be moved by our very like words um so Awesome. Yeah, I do not consent. And I'm going to sing it away, sing it out of my yep. body. So, yep. <laughs> so uh, we've been on a while. I'll, I'll let uh, whoever's next go. And the, Grace, uh, Celeste, thank you very much. So let me bring a few comments and questions from the audience. So the first one is, is the technology in all tests? My daughter was tested last month due to work purposes. And then the second. So it's it's not in all tests. Um, the only safe ones, although it will collect your DNA, are the spit test and the aerosol test. Those two are safer than the other ones. It's Russian roulette with any other test. And then uh, someone asked, what exactly does person to person mean? Hugging, talking to each other? Yes, it can mean that. That you're close enough that it would, you know, you could cough on the person that you're touching them and they're shedding. Like, you know, some of these particles can, they're very tiny. So let's say you're profusely sweating. So you could sweat out those particles or they could be sweating out those particles and when you were talking about the, the scripture 
um, what came into my imagination or I remember is that a lot of the ancient um, secrets are, co are coded in the tones and the tones that most of us, it's sort of similar, I believe, to some languages, but definitely not English words like um, Native American languages or just indigenous languages and tones of different pitches of the pitch. And then when you mentioned about light coming from the mouth, it, re it reminded me again of rituals of ancient uh, wisdom keepers when they do a breath like, and they give it when they're healing or even to to all to the children and it's wonderful when you emphasize about the use of joy because um, this week i have my two little ones and i they other than fighting every now and then but they just keep laughing and laughing and laughing and all i could count is that please let this laughter let these children's joy be the ones that protect them because I can't control also their movements or whatever their parents choose. So thank you for re reminding us all of that. And um, I, if, if there's anything more, Celeste, that you want to share, please do so. We'd like to, of course, um, appreciate all the audience in the YouTube and Facebook. And, and you, have, you, you always have um, your followers and one says thank you one more question please <laughs> he said how long will this last where someone is shedding days weeks months it can they can shed the rest of their life okay but i do remember that you have one one webinar where you all your emphasis is about the spiritual protection that each of us can do in fact we were saying if i remember it correctly that our prayers meditations and all that love heart intention must be focused on those who got genetically modified particle that they decided to take so so celeste thank you very much but please anything more that you want to share your 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 plans or you know your programs please do well i do want to share one other neat thing so not the next webinar but the webinar after that so when i got into this whole nanotechnology stuff i found out that they two basic things that they were doing and one of them is that they were changing the our magnetism the magnetism of our body and then also that they were changing the spin of the atoms in our body so i started the very first week in january that's what i thought my webinar was going to be on and then i got this dhs article but i did get a little reading before i pl plowed into the dhs article and what it said was there were two very interesting things so one was you have so much power to heal another individual you're if you are a healthy person and joyful person you can stand next to a sick person and you don't have to touch them you don't have to speak to them you can just stand next to them and it will kick start their immune system and healing in their body and i thought wow i mean we don't realize the power that we can have for good 
and influencing by the positive things that we say or just being in the right in the right space as they say you know where you're happy you're joyful you know people go how do you do how do you go to those dark places and talk about those dark things and still be peaceful and in joyful and it's just because I have that healthy balance. I really work hard at balancing so that I don't get off balance. Another thing I wanted to share that I learned that first week in January. So I'll tell you a little story. So David and I used to live in this cute little Amish cabin in Idaho. Cute little thing. But then we got our dream home on top of a mountain. So we left it and a couple from Texas, he was very high up in the military um, and, you know, we kind of lost track. So anyway, I just called somebody in Idaho just a week ago and he, he relayed the story. He said that couple from Texas, um, they put this big, huge steel structure like a house. They built a house of steel with no windows or anything then they built a bomb shelter underneath right and they lived that way for a couple of years well then what they did is they had a giant faraday cage and but they still had electronics inside their house and this is what the study that i read about was talking about and they started having marital problems. So what she did is she moved out of the steel house over to the cute little cabin where David and I lived. And that went on for a little while. I don't know how long. Five months ago, the husband lost his mind, went over to the, it's on the same property, uh, shot his wife and burnt the house down to the ground. Um, and I then it was providential because a friend of mine that's trying to figure, we're all trying to figure out where to be, what to do, how to do it. You know, we all are. So a friend of mine that's does my PowerPoint, she goes, well, I'm thinking about buying this uh, steel, this steel house. And she goes, and she already had it in her mind. She goes, I, I can drywall it inside and this and that. And I relayed her the story. And she said, Oh, my God, thank you for telling me. Uh, because if you don't give a place for those um, frequencies to get out, what they do is they start amplifying. And you're just being bombarded and it kills biological life. That's what the study uh, said is that if the guy hadn't lost his mind, he, they both would have been dead anyway, physiologically. So anyway, I just thought I'd pass those two things along. Well, thank you, everyone. And please, if you like this conversation, don't hesitate to share it. Reach out. If you have other questions, could continue the conversation in the comments. And uh, in my language, I say, Mabalos, thank you. Again, it was a real pleasure to have you here, Celeste. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure so to be nice. here and meet some of you new people. Yes. Yeah, nice to meet you, Celeste. Celeste, you have an electric blanket. That's affecting your yes. biofield. I, yes, I didn't I want that. to say that on air. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I, um, I didn't even have one until two weeks ago. 
but um, quite frankly, on days like this, I'm broadcasting all day. Like I've already done my my show, then yeah. then this, wow. and then I've got a community meeting. And if I'm not up and walking around, I mean, I'm I can put on a, a like a lot of clothes. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny. I, I run cold during the day and I run hot at night. Like at night doesn't like it's below zero and I'm I'm throwing off all my clothes and my like this morning all my blankets were on the ground. But yeah, I, yeah, I know. But sometimes you gotta. Yeah, I wasn't got, feeling the best today, so I yeah, needed. Yeah, uh, yeah, you you grab what you can, but uh, I use a hot water bottle. That's 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 my way around it. Yeah, but I, I don't know if you have like, there. Crawl in a, a, yeah, I've got three hot water bottles. I can drag <laughs> them out if you wish, but no, no, I would need to literally crawl in the water bottle. I, you know, what I should do is get a little portable jacuzzi and just sit here and do interviews in the jacuzzi. That would be nice, you know. Yeah, you can, yeah sup a little pina colada as well. <laughs> yeah, we could maybe one night we could do, maybe if Grace is open, we could have a wine no. and beer night and we could just uh, spread the joy. Spread yeah, that would, be, that would be interesting. No, she would need a gift of the earth, um, is gr earth wrap granite heating pad. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks a lot. <laughs>